Hero Maker, if you're like me, you remember waiting by the radio for your favorite song to play so that you could hit record to capture your favorite songs for the perfect mixtape. And we want to invite you to help us create the ultimate marketing mixtape. It will include your favorite moments that happened this year on the Marketing Made Simple podcast. So just call and leave us a voicemail at 615-649-0705 and tell us what episode or conversation really helped you make your marketing easier, make it work. Again, call 615-649-0705 by Friday, November 11th. And then together, we'll make a marketing mixtape to help you rock out even more clarity and growth for your business as you enter into this new year. Hey, Hero Maker. Have you heard of the podcast CEO School hosted by Sanira Madani? It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is, of course, the audio destination for business professionals like yourself. I think that you'll really like CEO School because it is committed to closing the gap and helping more women level up by sharing stories and strategies from really powerful women in leadership. Here are some of the amazing episodes to check out first. Building Million Dollar Brands with the OG girl boss, Sophia Amoruso. Learn how Sophia Amoruso built and grew big companies even after failing hard on the public stage. How to create and sell a physical product step-by-step. Hear firsthand how to navigate the actual process of launching a physical product. How to nail your media appearances and pitches. Jessica Abo, a media trainer and keynote speaker, she's gonna share her 20 plus years of TV and news experience to help you share your stories with the world. So let's go female entrepreneurs and those who support them. Listen to CEO School wherever you get your podcasts. You know word of mouth marketing is one of the best ways to grow your business, especially when you're local or in a small town. But figuring out how to get people in your community to talk about how amazing you are can be a struggle. (laughs) That's why today we'll give you three terrific tips to build trust within your community and create hyper-local ads so customers will start spreading the word and more people will show up at your door. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. Hey, Hero Maker. We are excited today to continue answering your questions. You've been calling in and asking, hey, April, hey, JJ, how can I make my marketing easy and make it work in this arena. Well, we've just got a few questions left. Let's take a listen to this week's voicemail. Hello, JJ. Hello, April. My name is Lauren Callen. I'm a marketing manager for Frontier Pediatrics. We use story branding marketing, and we have absolutely loved it and have seen some amazing response to it. We've recently opened a clinic in a very small town and are finding that the marketing that we are currently using isn't reaching our small town customers. If you could offer any advice or tips on marketing to small town audiences when social media isn't the number one marketing tool, 
that would be much appreciated. And thank you so much. Lauren, thank you so much for calling in. I grew up in a very small town. Like <laughs> it was, you know, it was the thing where my dad was the pastor it, like of one of the biggest churches in town, which was not very big, but <laughs> I couldn't get away with anything because everybody knew oh, my yeah. dad, you know, just everybody in town, everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like, it was wild. And it's the same thing with like businesses. Everybody knows not only who, what the businesses are, but who works there, who manages there and everybody talks and sometimes it's good talk. Sometimes it's not mm -hmm. the best talk, but everybody talks. And even to this day, when I go home, I have to go to Burgerville. Burgerville is a Northwest restaurant because I grew up in the Northwest. Oh, we don't. Yep. We we never had Burgervilles in Texas and Arizona where I grew up. No, it's, it's just Oregon and Washington. And it's local to the area. I mean, it's a chain, but it's also local to the area where you can get Walla Walla onion rings. Everybody, they're Ooh. these sweet onion rings that only come out seasonally. Everybody talks about it. Everybody knows when they're coming out and you can go to Burgerville and get them. And they were always involved in the community. Like when I played, they sponsored little league baseball teams. Everybody wanted to be sponsored by them because you could go and get free fries afterwards, you know. Uh, incredible. Yeah. Free fries? Yeah. I would play all the sports. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they gave away prizes at graduation parties. You know, they were just everywhere all the time. They were very involved in the community. And I know tons of businesses like that in my hometown. And because we all knew them and we knew how they did business, we all talked about it. And that drove more business to these companies. Oh, I love that. Yes. Word of mouth happens all the time. I actually was approached the other day. I was just out shopping at Trader Joe's, as I do. And I was pushing my cart along. And then all of a sudden, a lady with curly hair because we are a tribe. Listener, I have curly hair. If you've never seen me, <laughs> just FYI, I have curly hair. So she comes up to me and she's like, hey, I have been looking for somebody to cut my hair like yours. Like it's stacked. I need somebody like that. I'm from New Jersey. I'm new in town. I tried this lady. It didn't work out. I was like, oh my goodness. I know exactly who you need to go to. I mean, we both pull out our phones. I show her my hairdresser, Stan. I show her his Instagram. I give her the phone number to call. I'm like, just ask for Stan. Don't get your hair cut by anybody else. He has curly hair himself. Like I'm going on and on and on and on. And that's how word of mouth marketing works. Somebody is walking around the grocery store, sees what they need. Like she had a problem, right? She was like, my hair doesn't look the way I want it to. Yours looks exactly how I want mine to. Where do you go? And then I'm able to just gush over how awesome Stan is. And being a business in a small town has some real advantages and it also has some disadvantages, especially if you are new. And Lauren, you know, opening a new clinic in a small town, being a new business, you have some great advantages because you're probably stepping into something that you're filling a gap in the community that really needs to be filled by bringing in this clinic. But small town vibes are just a little bit different and there can be some disadvantages to being new in a community. And so that's why today we asked StoryBrand Certified Guide Laura Capes Terry to come on the podcast and share with us some tips for people who are in small towns. Maybe you've been established there for a long time 
or maybe you're new and building a new business in a community, there are some specific things that you can do to actually spread word of mouth, target local customers, and grow your business. And even if you're not in a small town, like April was saying, here in Nashville, it still matters. There are still some things that you can do to reach your local community. Hey, Laura, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. My first question is, are you a small town girl? Yes, I am. I grew up in a very small town and now I live in a small town as an adult. Oh, I love it. What small town do you live in now? Yeah, we are in Georgetown, Texas, which is amazing to me. It's in my in my opinion, it's a small town, but it was just recognized by the U.S. Census as the fastest growing city in the U.S. That feels right because you're close to Austin, Texas. We are. We're about a half hour north of Austin. And everybody loves Austin. (laughs) Yes, they do. It's no longer a secret. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, you are specifically qualified to help us answer Lauren's question today. You know, they have this office that they've opened in a small town and their marketing just isn't quite there. It's not quite working or getting the traction that they're looking for. So you're here to help us. You're here to help Lauren. You're here to help our hero maker that's listening on the line right now. And they're wondering, okay, well, if the traditional stuff or the stuff that I've tried hasn't worked, what should I do? So Laura, hit us with the first thing that we should be keeping in mind or the first thing that we should be trying. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I love this question, Lauren, and I'm so happy that you've asked it. My best advice for you is to know that you must be known, liked, and trusted in your community in order to grow a successful business in a small town. It's all about being known. It's all about being trusted. And it's all about word of mouth. So when you open a new business in a small town, I've got three tips for you to get yourself out there and and succeed with your marketing. But just know that that's what we're going to be doing is we're going to be building your personal reputation. We're going to be building your brand and we're going to be reaching your clients through kind of a grassroots word of mouth approach. Fantastic. And word of mouth, it really works for so many different types of businesses, of course, because if you have clients and customers, you know, if our hero maker out there isn't a small town business and they're listening and they're wondering, well, how does this apply to me? It's like, hey, word of mouth is something that you can build with any and all of your current clients, right? They're the ones that you're going to be equipping with the words to use to share the message about how you've helped them. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I work with small businesses all day, every day, and have for about 30 years. And I can tell you that 85% of them will tell me the primary way I grow my business is through word of mouth. So having a clear message um, understanding your uh, your hero's transformation and how you help them do that. It's critical whether you're in a small town or a big city. So Laura, hit us with the first thing. What's the first thing that Lauren and all of our hero makers out there listening are going to do to build this trust, to be known, to be seen and liked in their community? Yeah. So my first tip is that you must build relationships. How you do that is you get yourself out into the community. You get yourself and you get your staff out into the community and you start serving. You don't sell, you start 
serving. So this is where it's really important for you to have a great one-liner because you're going to be meeting people for the first time and you need to have that clear message about who you are and how you help people. So I want you to first start by defining your ideal client because even in a small town, it can feel big when it comes to building a brand and you're really striving for an in-person, human-to-human connection. So know who you want to talk to and then figure out where they hang out. It could be a networking group. It could be a charity event. It could be a community event. It could be a festival or a parade or a school or a church or a mom's group or a chamber of commerce. So figure out your ideal client, figure out where they hang out, and then show up. Go there. Introduce yourself. Have your one-liner ready to go. Shake hands. Make eye contact. Smile. But serve. Don't sell. I want you to figure out what they want the problem that they are trying to solve and how you can help them get that. And then the law of reciprocity will kick in and your good deeds will come back to you and they will start to talk about who you are and spread your brand and your message through their word of mouth. Yeah, this is such a key component. And and it's it sounds like it might be a little bit of a challenge for Lauren specifically, maybe I'm, I'm just guessing on Lauren's behalf because it sounds like they've opened up an office in the small town, but she may, might not actually live there. And so do you have any advice for how people can empower those that they do employ at that office to get involved on their behalf? Right. Well, I think, and that's too where StoryBrand comes into is having that unified message that's, you know, shared among the entire company and everyone's got that one liner memorized so that when you do have a surrogate that's going out into the community for you. I mean, I know I have clients that use what they're called ambassadors. So if the owner of the business doesn't have time to get out into the community, they create ambassadors. And those ambassadors, they embody the culture of the business. They are able to share the story of the business. And they're the ones that are going out into the community to shake hands, make friends, and serve. So it's really important that the people, even if they're not living in the town, if they're serving that town, they need to be showing up in that town. And this is making me think of, I just recently listened to an episode where Brene Brown and Adam Grant and Simon Sinek got together and they just did some talking about what they were seeing. And they were sharing that a lot of people at companies are incentivized to sell more and do more and and they get commissions on sales and things like that. But it sounds like Lauren could actually incentivize the people at the office to go out and build relationships. And that could be something that, that could be a part of somebody's job description. They could be paid for those hours that they're out there in the community. It's just a little bit outside of the normal nine to five type of structure, I would think that maybe typically is at hand. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you no one wants to be sold. Everyone wants their problem solved, but no one wants to be sold. In a small town, it's really about developing an authentic friendship, a human to human connection where that person knows that you care um, I think it. What is it? Zig Ziglar says that if you help another enough other people get what you want, you'll get what you want. So you get out there and you get into the community and you figure out what your ideal client wants and you help them get that, and that goodwill will come back to you. 
Creating great customer experiences start with having a full picture, and having the full picture starts with having teams that are connected. HubSpot helps your teams feel so connected that they can finish each other's sales pitches. <laughs> yep, that kind of connected. HubSpot CRM platform is carefully crafted from the ground up, designed to unite your data, apps, and teams in a single easy-to-use system. So instead of wasting valuable time tracking down information, your teams can spend their time having conversations where it matters most with your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Every week on this podcast, we say that we believe marketing should be easy and it should work. So we give you actionable steps to clarify your message and grow your business. And if you've been around for a while, you know the best way to do that is to clarify your message using the story brand framework. So you invite your customer into a clear story with great marketing that positions them as the hero. Well, creating that clear message, we want to make that easy for you as well, which is why we created the Story Brand Live Workshop. It's a two-day live stream coming up December 6th and 7th. In just two days, you can clarify your message and create a marketing plan that will grow your business. It's that easy. Just two days. Register now for the workshop on December 6th and 7th at storybrand.com slash live. This workshop is perfect for anyone wanting to get their marketing message done in just two easy days with the help of a coach to make sure you're getting it right. Go Go to storybrand.com slash live to register today so you can energize your business with a clear message and marketing that works. And now back to the show. Laura, okay, hit us with tip number two. All right, tip number two. So some of your ideal clients are going to be extroverts and they're going to be out there at those networking events and they're going to be out there, you know, the moms groups, but some of your ideal clients are going to be introverts and they're not really going to be out there in the community. You're not going to have that chance to shake their hand and make eye contact and share a smile. So you have to be doing hyper-local advertising with trusted media partners in the community. In other words, there are mediums in your small town that have been around for years or maybe even decades. They're well-known, they're well-liked, they have a history in the community, they're very trusted, people listen to what they say, people read what they say. You need to figure out who those mediums are and you need to partner with them. You need to leverage the trust that they have already built with your ideal client by placing an ad with them. It's going to require an investment, but it won't be a huge investment because it's so hyper-local, it's so niche, and it's so targeted, and it's your ideal client that's living and working in your backyard. So find out who your trusted local media partners are and build a relationship with them so that they can help you get your brand and your message in front of your ideal client. And story brand is so important right here because you've got to have a great ad that's got a clear message and that traffic is going to go to your website. So you have to have a great website. Oh, I love that so much, Laura. I I'm curious, are there any trends in hyper-local advertising that you're seeing right now? Yeah. You know, April, since COVID put us all into our homes for two years, we really saw the streaming services 
just like blow up and explode, right? We have everything from Netflix and HBO Max to Disney Plus and Apple Plus and Hulu and Hulu and so much more. Is we've seen now um, as a small business that wants to reach a hyper local uh, client, you can do what's called OTT over-the-top advertising, where you produce a 15-second, 30-second, 60-second TV spot, and you can run it to your ideal client on their phone, on their iPad, on their computer, on their television, and they're not skippable. (laughs) So you can show up where your client is and serve your ad to them, where they are, watching the show that you know that they like. It's really an affordable and effective way to reach an ideal client for a small business in a small town like Lauren. Is that something that you help your clients with? I'm curious. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it is. Of course. Of course. So do you have a story of a client who you've done this tip with? Like, I would love to know what does it practically look like and feel like for a business on the ground in a small town? Yeah, I actually have dozens of clients that I work on this strategy with them. This is a core belief of mine in hyperlocal advertising. So I've got dozens of clients that do uh, a newcomer guide in town because they know that people are moving into town and these newcomers, they've just bought a house in the community, which means they've decided to raise their family in this small town, but they don't have word of mouth. They also don't have brand awareness or brand loyalty. So it's a really important time to be reaching them with a local business's advertising message, because if you can get them in to try you and you know experience your product or service, you do a great job, they will tell their new friends and their you know new PTA group and their moms, the, the word of mouth will almost go like back out when you're advertising with these newcomers. So I love hyper-local newcomer guides. I love hyper-local magazines that are written about the community and for the community because in small towns, there's usually pretty tight-knit groups of people that have established relationships with local product and service providers. So you have to kind of get into their trusted circle in order for them to allow you to influence them and for them to maybe make a change when it comes to who they would choose for an eye doctor or a pediatrician or a plumber or whatever it might be that they need. There's a power structure at play in a lot of communities. You have to meet the right person and get their buy-in. And then, you know, you're off to the races. You're approved. You know, you get the stamp of approval from the person in power. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's actually like part two of my getting yourself out there in the community is if you can find people that are already known, liked, and trusted, whether it be a pastor of a church or the PTA president, like if, if they're reaching your ideal client and they already have trust with that group, then you need to find those people. You need to serve them. You need to help them get what they want and they will help you get what you want. All right. Tip number three is. All right. Tip number three is that you must be found online when people are searching for what you do. Lauren, I know you said that social media is not working for you. I get it. I've been doing this for so long. I had to market businesses when social media did not exist, girlfriend. So I understand. But the world is digital, especially post-COVID. Walking into a retail store and shaking a hand maybe doesn't happen as much as it used to. People are going online. So you must be found when people are searching for you. So this means you need to have a digital marketing strategy that's going to include search engine optimization, 
search engine marketing. The goal is to develop a sales funnel that will allow you to drive leads and traffic to your website and then use your sales funnel or your email nurture sequence in your sales letter to warm those cold leads through a sales conversation and hopefully turn them into a new client. Yeah. I mean, of course, I'm going to agree with everything that you said, but specifically (laughs) building that sales funnel. Listen, it is so key and so important to show up online because five out of every six people are going to check you out online before they decide to do business with you, even in a small town. So you must look good online. You must, of course, invite those customers into this hyper-local story, right? They want to feel like you really care about them. You care about whatever problem is in that community. You are wanting to try to help solve it and be in service to them and the community at large. So you do. You have to show up online in your website. You have to have a lead generator, some emails, to follow up that lead generator. Maybe you created that newcomer's guide that Laura talked about. That's a great lead generator. So you deliver that into their inbox and then you're going to follow up with them via email. You're going to keep popping in to their inbox and being like, hi, remember, I would love to do business with you. (laughs) And you're going to continue inviting them in. Ah, Love it, Laura. I'm so glad that you said that. And do you have any tips for building a sales funnel in a small town specifically? Anything that is nuanced or something that you've seen in your 30 years of working with small town businesses? In a small town, you just have to figure out what people care about right? So I go back to that ideal client. I mean, even a small town has little pockets, right? So you have to figure out who is your ideal client and what do they want, and then make sure your lead magnet is going to resonate specifically with them. I will share one other little tip the re- uh, relative to your digital marketing strategy is your goal really, especially with a newcomer, it's not to have them jump onto Google and type your product or service and see everyone in town. Your goal is for them to type your brand name. So when you show up in person, when you're doing your hyper-local advertising, you're driving people to your website, you've got people showing up on Google saying, I want XYZ plumber and not just plumbing services near me. So that's why it's really important that all three of these things work together and you're wrapping it all with the story brand tools so that you have a system. One thing I really notice um, that, that business owners tend to do is they do what, what we call random acts of marketing. And what we're really talking about today is a system for going out into the community, creating brand awareness, creating inbound leads, and moving them through a system to turn them into a new client. Laura, I typically ask people at the end of the interview, all right, so what's the one thing that you would say? What one piece of advice? But I feel like you led with it. You led with it. You said, yeah, uh, you need the system, but it has to build the trust. Like the trust is so key in building your brand. So Hero Maker and Lauren, we hope that you take these tips from Laura, our small town girl, and actually go out and create marketing that is easy and that works. Equip your 
team with what they need and they will be able to go out on your behalf and speak and create that word of mouth ripple effect that you're looking for. All right. Thanks, Laura. We so appreciate your time today. My pleasure, April. Thanks for having me. Laura, thank you so much for sharing how to be known and trusted in your community so you can grow a small business in a small town. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the StoryBrand framework into your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide like Laura Capes Terry. Go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. The most powerful thing to me that Laura said in this episode was that when you are in a small community, you want to start by serving, not by selling. You really want to be a part of the community in small towns. I mean, in, in medium towns and big towns, this is all true because even in very large towns, they're broken up into neighborhoods where people talk. They share their experience with you and they go to trusted sources. So you want to be a part of the community. So today's actionable step is where can you show up and serve? Whether it's at a fair, whether it's at a parade, (laughs) whether it's at local kids sporting events where you can put up signs and sponsor teams, how can you serve your community? By serving your community instead of selling, what you're going to do is begin to position yourself as the guide for your customer, meaning that you are going to say, I am like you. You are offering empathy in that space, right? You are saying, I am like you. I know what this community needs. I know what the struggles of this community are. And I am going to help solve those problems because I am a part of this community. So find those places where your customers are hanging out, whether it's Little League or local bake sales (laughs) or any kind of event that is happening and show up, show up where your people are and join in the community, know the community, because not only are you going to build relationship, but you're really going to be able to understand What are the struggles that people are going through that you can help solve? What are the problems that they're experiencing that your product or service can help overcome? And by being present and being part of the community, it will give you language that you can put in your marketing, that you can put in your targeted ads, that you can put on your website and up your SEO engagement. Being a part of the community is the best thing that you can do to not only spread word about your business in the small town, but to really understand who your customers are and ultimately help solve their problems, making them the hero. That is why we call you Hero Makers. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and do not forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.